Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. We got a good one for you today. Um, Boston Sports Radio said some dumb stuff again, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, and then the division potential division alignments came out, um, which were a little unexpected had the Blues not in the predicted division. So we're going to talk about that as well. Um and then if we have time at the end, we're going to go over what to what we're excited about in training camp and stuff. Yeah. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. All right, Tommy, before we get into anything, I just want to ask you, how, how's your day going? Because I, I bet it's better than mine, and I'll get to that. Uh, I'll, I'll, get to- I'll, I'll be honest. It's It's been a minute, honestly. It feels like we haven't recorded a pod in a hot minute, but I think it's just because of like all the stress of finals and everything was kind of eating away at me, and it seemed like every day kind of dragged on longer than the next one. But uh, I did turn 24 on the 6th, so that was a lot of fun. Fam came down, got to see them, got a new Happy pair. Happy birthday. I know. I, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I got a new like sound-canceling headphones for my Xbox that I can use for the podcast, too, so that's Ooh. what I'm ripping right now. I got a ring light so I, so I for sound my Twitch real, real stream. Right yeah, you sound amazing, bro. You're just oh, whispering right into my ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but it's uh, I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. So I, I honestly, because a lot of times I don't get excited for my birthday, especially now that I'm just like, there's no milestones to look forward to. Yeah, it's just me getting older and closer to death. So I was like, it's not gonna be that great. I'm not gonna have high hopes, but it, it surprised me. It was a lot better than I thought it was yeah, gonna be. So. I mean, I know what you mean. I just turned 21, and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, kind of like, damn, like that's it. Uh, that's the only birthday that I was looking forward to anymore. I'm an old man now. Yeah, I, so I know what you um, – well, I'm glad you ha- you've had a good past few days. Happy birthday again um, here on the that. pod officially. Um, well, I asked you how your day is going because uh, mine's going a little a little poorly. Uh, we were talking about it a little before the pod and I did tweet about it. But I do think that this is worthy to, to, to share to everyone. Uh, so I woke up this morning, went to go brush my teeth, turn, open up the sink – or oh, no, open up the sink, turned on the sink. No water came out. I'm like, oh, God. I check my phone, text from my apartment. Hey, working on a water valve. Water should be back on by 3 p.m. I'm like, damn, it's 9 a.m. That's a long time. <laughs> um, so I thought I was good. By about 12 o'clock, I had to make a drive to McDonald's, uh, use, the bath- use their bathroom. It was getting desperate times. But uh, came back. I'm like, all right, water will be back on soon. Sounds good. All of a sudden, knock on my door. Hey, uh, we got to turn off your gas valve. When they were digging up the water vein, they accidentally punctured a gas line. So they got to fix that too. Um, so I'm like, great. This is like 2 p.m. I'm expecting the water to be back on in an hour. Who knows at that point? They come in, they pull our stove out of the out of the wall, turn off the gas. I'm like, okay, no water, no gas. It's fine. It'll be back on in a couple hours. Um, all of a sudden, it's now five o'clock. Um, I'm like, that's really weird that nothing has happened yet. The the guy comes back, knocks on my door, turns my gas back on. I'm like, oh, sweet, finally. He's like, well, you're still going to have to wait. Turns out when they fixed the gas valve, they forgot to turn it – they forgot to switch it back to on. 
and and they and they got to come back and redig it up and switch it on no. before we get gas and water back. Are these the same dudes that tied the little bread tie across your balcony. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, that's, that's a whole other story. Um, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. We had a my balcony fell out of my out of my window, so I had a sliding glass door that led to a twenty foot drop. And their solution was to take one of those plastic bread ties that that literally go around bread and tie our lock shut that was the only thing they did in three and a half months anyways back to yeah back to the whole (laughs) gas water thing they fixed it all forgot to turn it on drove away got back to their headquarters or whatever got a call from us like hey why don't we have gas some guy was like Oh shit! Um, and now they're on their way back, I guess. So, if we hear, if we hear a loud jackhammering near the end of this pod, it means I'm going to be able to shower soon. Oh well, that's a good thing. Honestly, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, it gets all sorted out for you. Um, but another thing that I want to get sorted out is um, so obviously, like they're the was it what's the it's like 98.5 or something i've the sports hub yeah they they've been making some waves lately but before we hop into that uh i I just want to like right off the jump uh we're we're getting hockey back bro january 15th sounds like training camp starting january 3rd dude i'll i am beside myself when i saw like the tweet notifications start popping up in washinsky and all those guys i was like oh my god it's actually happening i didn't think we would get here I didn't know what was going to happen. I don't know. I honestly still don't know if they're going to do a bubble or what and, and or how they're going to figure out. Well, it seems like they kind of got like divisions sort of like vaguely outlined, but like in terms of playoffs and all that stuff, shortened season with 56 games. I mean, it, 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 the writing's on the wall. It might happen. I'm stoked. I'm not even going to lie. I haven't seen a single tweet referencing that. I don't know how I missed it, but Dang. thank you for me Evie. that's very exciting oh my um, gosh how did i miss that i don't, I don't know, know bro that's huge news i've been grinding today. i got projects coming okay yeah okay. that's I'm probably how you got your nose and books uh-huh yeah well so washinsky yeah. tweeted out about the divisions today i believe gotcha and then a couple other dudes uh tweeted about like the initial start date i think frank right. saravelli did well then- that's that's wonderful news. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I think we kind of all felt it coming, especially like I've been referencing this whole time. The NBA has been NBA starting next week. Like that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, it it kind of made me feel like the NHL would be pressured to kind of get start back up sooner rather than later to not have repercussions for the next ten years of trying to get the schedule back on on straight. Um, so I, I'm not surprised that it kind of all came together so quickly. It's obviously great news, and I'm really, really excited. I just worry about the the, the quick transition. You know, I, I worry about players that haven't been able to train and and haven't had the opportunity to train properly due to like restrictions or just you know not knowing when the season was going to start again. Having to all of a sudden be in training camp shape in the matter of three weeks, it just to me it it scares me especially with how the nfl season started with all those injuries um mm-hmm. but that's, that's that's the pessimist in me um and i hope that it can go smoothly but um i don't know it's just it's it's very it's all coming very soon happening very quickly and i don't know i don't know i'm cautiously optimistic i guess to play, to play devil advocate yeah i think cautiously optimistic is probably the best way to describe this season especially at this point just because 
like especially with hockey like we haven't really seen the full season under the guise of like the pandemic like we saw the bubble and how that worked with the playoffs and everything but we didn't get a chance to see it over like a long period of time so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of uh deal with that and the energy or the lack thereof from the players um given the fact that they don't have a preseason because it sounds like they're just going to do a training camp and then hop right into it that's true that's true well tommy that is great news and i've got some even better news for you what's that it's all about built bar and discount code locked on Ooh, that is great news merry christmas to me I know, I know. So we all know about Bilt Bar. We've been talking about them for a while. We love them. They're one of our favorite, my one of my favorite snacks. But the new and improved Bilt Bar that they just came out with is even better, even more delicious than the old flavors you know and love. Six brand new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon, almond, cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. All bars are covered in 100% delicious chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew, easy on the stomach. Bilt Bar is great for the health-conscious person. That's the best part about them. They're healthy. You can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for someone on a diet. All right, Tommy. I'm going to give you a choice. You're going to have to pick pick one of these flavors for me. What sounds most appealing without even thinking about it? Peanut butter, coconut almond, cherry barcia, cookies and cream. What do you got? Cookies and cream, 100%. Big Oreo Good guy. Choice. Wonderful choice. All right. So if you're, if you're getting a cookies and cream built bar and you're wondering, hey, what's in that? How, how's that going to feel? It's got 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. And like I said, it tastes like a candy bar. Delicious. So go to builtbar.com right now and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com and we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, Tommy. I know. I know. We we talking about the, the season coming up, and I'm really excited about that, and I want to get into that. But but first, I gotta I gotta go go into the Boston Sports Radio. I, yeah, I feel like this is like an itch you've been needing to scratch for a hot minute because we kind of yeah. get into it so, sometimes when we talk so, about Boston teams in passing. We do, but we do from the from the lovely lovely group that brought you the St. Louis Blues do, don't deserve to win the Stanley Cup because. <laughs> It's my favorite song. Was was grunt and say the F word (laughs) when they were celebrating. From the wonderful group that brought you that classic comes a new one. Tuka Rask should be traded and is a piece of shit because he left the bubble for his daughter's health reasons. Damn, this this band really keeps coming out with some bangers. I gotta tell you, hit after hit after hit, <laughs> staying at the top of the charts. They can't for keep all the wrong reasons. God. They can't keep getting away with this. Oh my god! Yeah. Right, so, what, so watching that video and being a resident of Boston and like living in that area for as long as you have, how did how did that? How, what were your initial reactions? All right. All right. So first thing I got to do is, is, and this is out of love. The first thing it makes me think of is I got to call out my dad because my dad listens to 98.5 religiously and formulates his sports opinions. Accordingly? Accordingly. Dang. Yeah. So he is big against against Tuka Rask. And I always have this argument with him. I'm like, dad, 98.5 aren't that smart they just say shocking things i gotta tell you right now i I didn't want to call a dude out for it but that bertrand's dude's haircut is (laughs) is unreal bro he's got like a landing strip on his forehead oh my god oh my god 
I have a very much firsthand experience with the culture of 98.5. I'll go home and I'll talk to my dad about sports and I'm like, where are you getting these outlandish takes? Interesting, interesting takes. He's like, well, yeah, I heard uh, Bertrand and Zoe talking about it the other day. And I'm like, duh, God. So, yeah, um, it, it's something that I'm honestly – not glad to have, but it's like it's like going to the zoo. Like when I'm in the car and my dad puts it on, I'm like, oh, let's hear what let's hear what planet these guys are on today. <laughs> um, and I I don't know. I, I guess they're good at what they do, but I think that they are very good at doing it. They know what they're doing. If that makes sense, like a, a discount. They really? do get a lot of exposure, especially like I mean, the takes even if the art the takes are outlandish, like. The fact that I'm in, I live in St. Louis and I'm seeing them on my timeline, like I mean, that kind of speaks to like the kind of reach that they have, I guess, even if it's a a bad thing. One of the main guys got uh, called out for making fun of Roy Halladay after his death. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It's whatever. We don't need to get it. We don't need to make this the make fun of 98.5 Power Hour. But no, like in all seriousness, it was it's it's just disappointing and disrespectful on their part to, to just come out so many months after the fact and continue to shame Tuka Rask for what was evidently a very personal, important mental decision to leave the bubble and leave his team um, to support, to be with his family uh, at a time when they were having health problems and them to continuously just make it about hockey and say they should go around and pull every single guy in the locker room of, of are they happy with Tuka Rask or whatever. It's, it's just, yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. I, and I feel like, especially in St. Louis, like obviously there's a lot of different like radio personalities and like Bernie Miklas and Randy Carricker and all of these guys who have been around the way for so long. But I feel like for the most part, in St. Louis, we're lucky because we have so many to choose from that whenever we settle on a favorite, they usually align with our views. So we like agree with everything that they say. But I was looking at the replies on the video of their tweet and it seemed like everyone in Boston was just up in arms, like vehemently disagreeing with these guys. Good. And good. I think and I, I know. And I think I think that's important for St. Louis fans to notice because and really like sports fans to notice as well because I feel like guys like Dave Portnoy and uh, the guys on this radio station are kind of like get the most attention because one they're the loudest but also right. also they're the ones with the microphone in their face and they're the ones on the airwaves and we don't really see the entire narrative of the city of Boston which is there's a lot of diehard like sports fans there that are not absolutely insane and i think every time we yeah, think of Boston as someone fans, who has as someone who has grown up in that area i am so grateful that i grew up in an area that's so passionate about sports it's the reason i fell in love with sports as much as i did you know as much mm-hmm. as there are the occasional drunk asshole who's gonna you know go take things a little too far 95 percent of people are just people who would die for their sports team and that's pretty awesome like there is no better experience than any game in the td garden it is the loudest building on earth and i don't care what football stadiums that pump in noise will say it's it's a magical experience and i've been to the bell center during a playoff game and and i would still put td garden ahead of it but yeah because i think and just in terms of like any fan base like there's a lot of like blues fans that I know personally and that I've seen on Twitter that act like assholes sometimes and like get drunk and rowdy and like yell at the team to shoot and like say that 
exposing Tarasenko to uh, the expansion draft is a good call. Just like outlandish we stuff like that. that. Yeah, we won't even get into that. But I'm just saying, like, I just those mad. people do exist, but I, I don't think the narrative exists for St. Louis because the biggest super fan, I guess you could call, that we have is YP, and all he did was dance to Gloria and, like, a badass with a little cute ass chinchilla, you know what I'm saying? So he's not loud and obnoxious and like breathing down your neck, kind of like a Dave Portnoy character is. So, right, yeah, no, and and it definitely just goes to show, I think how, in all honesty, how sports media is consumed. If you look at Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, those guys are so good at what they do. They're so good at saying dumb things that are just smart enough to be newsworthy. Mm. Get people That's pissed stuff. off and talking about their show. Right, yep. right. Nope. There's no such thing as bad publicity, especially in the sports media world. Are you kidding me? Ninety-five uh, percent of sports Twitter is just retweeting Skip Bayless quotes with L or W, and that's it. And yeah. you get 50,000 50, likes. Skip Bayless quote. I'm going to quote tweet it with the, with the letter W. Boom. Fifty thousand likes instantly. And like, good for as much as I hate to say it, good for ninety-eight-five to kind of be ahead of the ahead of the the radio game on doing that themselves because who what market are we talking about their friggin i don't even couldn't even tell you the name of a single nhl radio broadcast other than 98.5 and that's not because i'm from boston that's because we talk about them once a week on here oh well oh well all right we're getting close to the end of today's episode let's wrap this let's wrap the segment up and come back on a much 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 brighter note talking about the return of the nhl season All right, Tommy. The hard part's over. We we complained. We ranted. Let's let's be excited now. Let's celebrate. Yeah, I was just. I mean, just in terms of like, obviously, it's not like very partial to St. Louis content. But I, I was wondering your take on it, just because like you're our boss, a Boston boy, and like the like the rivalry kind of that exists right now between Boston fans and Bruin fans, given everything. I was just interested on your opinion on the topics, and I and I feel like we. Yeah, no, I'm, well. I'm, I'm, I was, trust me, as soon as I saw that, that t- tweet, I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, get fire like up the Like rubbing pot. your hands together? Yeah. <laughs> yeah start writing yeah, an article? It, it, I'm not trying to, like, I don't know, d- disrespect Boston media or, or Boston mm-hmm. fans or whatever. It's just, it's just they so happen to be just passionate enough about sports to allow guys like that to rise in their position. And, like, it, there's a reason why Mark Bertrand has been on the radio for 10 years at this point saying shit like this he, they're good at what they do right unfortunately they they give us content you know it, it, so be it anyways you know who else is good at what he does scott prunovich <laughs> wonderful and wonderful. come january 3rd actually i think he's already in uh, st louis because i think joel hofer posted on his instagram story that he was playing golf with uh, scott prunovich i forget oh, we where love it. We love but i saw i saw on sammy blaze story too that he was golfing it up too so i think a couple of the boys are coming back in town get ready to play some hockey and that's always fun getting the band back together yeah well, I, w- yeah, I will be interested to see if they let fans in Centene or if they like do it at least in like a limited capacity. Because if they do talk about, because they did talk about like letting fans back in uh, the actual arenas come the regular season. So I would assume they kind of keep that in line in training. Right. But I don't know. We'll see. 
This is totally a question that you're not going to know the answer to, but I know that some NFL stadiums are allowing fans. Are any of those stadiums enclosed is, is my question, because I think the open air thing is probably pretty huge when it comes to allowing fans in, in stadiums. Yeah. But, I, but I'm probably just completely wrong, and all the Florida teams are doing it regardless. Um, yeah, I, I think... I think there was I think there there were some teams too that like started with having fans in a limited capacity and then they were like okay never mind because I don't know I don't know if just numbers were spiking in that region as a whole maybe not directly from like the fact that they were having football games with people in them but uh, they just wanted to take every precaution so I don't know right. about the dome thing but that definitely makes sense like the airflow yeah. and everything. Yeah. I don't know just a thought um, but yeah it's definitely an interesting thought um, I'm sure the NHL wants to get fans in stadiums and I know a lot of teams I don't know if we talked about this on the pod some teams were considering playing outside which is awesome yeah that'd be that's so, so cool um, but I do want to get into uh, the potential proposed divisions which was a little weird. We talked about this, um, I think, once before. Uh, it was a, announced a while ago, and the division that the Blues were all expected to be in was the one with uh, Chicago, Tampa, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, Detroit, because um, that makes the most sense. And all of a sudden, Pierre LeBron tweets out today, the new proposed divisions um, include is Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, L.A., San Jose, Vegas, and St. Louis. Which I was like, I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. That that why would they why would they want the Blues away from the Blackhawks and all that? And then I looked at the last two names on that and saw St. Louis, Vegas, and I was like, ah, there it is. Yeah, I feel like they definitely want that narrative. I also feel like, I mean, uh, just from a geographical standpoint, I feel like you could slot St. Louis in with Carolina, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. And then move Minnesota to where STL is. I but I agree. F- but from a competitive standpoint, I feel like St. Louis would kind of maybe not with Tampa Bay in there, but like it wouldn't be as competitive as it is right now. If that yeah, makes sense. I don't know. Uh, first, okay, and also like, what the hell is up with the travel on that? Like, the, yeah, the, that is whack. Just, just looking at it quickly, like not not thinking too hard about it. I don't see any other team that has as much travel as it looks like the Blues do. Maybe one of the Florida teams, but probably not. Mm. Like, that sucks. I don't know. But it's also going to be interesting to see, too. Like, so they're obviously, like, playing in their divisions or whatever. Do they only play teams in their divisions? Because if Canada's, like, in its own division, can they – Will they let them play like teams in the USA? I don't know. It's like the whole, the whole, the whole thing is like, it's gonna be interesting to see how it unfolds. I guess because there's still a lot of questions surrounding it. The Toronto Raptors are playing in Tampa Bay, so that's true. Yeah, it's it's, it's a very good question of like, hey, it's the border is still kind of closed. Um, how's that gonna work? You know, right? If it, right. And like, it's it's one thing if it was just like you know that it would the NBA had a tough time getting Toronto into the bubble, but that was just a one time thing. They had to cross mm-hmm. the border once, and then they had to come back. Um, this would be like multiple, multiple, multiple times a week that players, staff, coaches, etc., would be changing countries, and I don't mm-hmm. think. The NHL or the Canadian government wants that to be completely honest. Right. Just the back and forth of hopping over the border seems like. Yeah, Yeah, it seems like a way to 
no, no. I think Canada's doing a little bit better than the U.S. I, I don't. I haven't. Checked yeah, they definitely are. Everyone's doing better than the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think you know the the worry there is if you're Canada that like something like this, um, especially if the NHL wants to put th- add fans into the mix, could just erase all the, their hard work. You know, right. not to do doom and gloom about it, but it's a legitimate. It's a legitimate point that needs to be addressed if they're really trying to start the season in a month. You know, is that going to be resolved by then, or, yeah. or we have to get creative? I, but regardless, I think I don't want to say expectations should be low, but expectations should be this is going to be an NHL season like no other. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a lot of pulling teeth. I think that goes into it. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of canceled games, a lot of players that, you know, the who knows what the lineup's going to look like on any given night. Because if, if one player, te- whatever, comes in contact, whatever, you know how you've seen it work in every other sport. It, you know, the Baltimore Ravens had half their roster on the COVID list. The Broncos had to play without a quarterback. It's going to get funky. Yeah. Um, our, our boy, uh, our boy, uh, Daddy Padre might have to, might have to lace oh, him up. Oh, wouldn't that be something? That would be sick. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd, that'd be an I mean, amazing moment. For I'm him, not. Dude. That's I'm that's not all. Really like it's all that. That's every e-bugs dream. You know, is actually every getting the game. E-bugs. He got to do warm-ups a couple years ago, I think, and that was huge. Yeah. So I, I mean, would love that for him. That'd be sick. I'm just saying, expect the unexpected if we're if we're going into an NHL season in a month, which it looks like we are. Uh, and I, you know, I say go for it. Pulled off the bubble flawlessly. It's going to be a little bit harder with travel, but no reason to believe that the same restrictions to an effect can't make the season successful like the one before. Again, I would expect a lot of canceled games and missing players and whatever, but it'll it'll we'll get there. At yeah. some point, I think I think we will too. I think we're we're kind of kind of getting towards the end of this episode, Josh. But before we leave, just real fast, final thoughts. Who are you most excited to watch come January third at Blues training camp? <sighs> if you had to pick one player, that's a good question. It it might have to be the guy you mentioned at the top of the top of the episode, Scotty Perunovic. Scotty too hotty. I, he, it, it's just, and I don't want to take this as an insult to any of the other Blues prospects because there's an, a lot of a lot of exciting prospects to come in. But he's just the guy that kind of gets me the most. Like, ooh, I really wonder if he's gonna be something special. You know, he's got got a good story. Passed over in the draft once because he's too small, undersized defenseman, but all the skill in the world. Exactly what this team needs. I don't know, man. It feels too good to be true, and and I'm excited to see if it, if it is true. And come January third. Yeah, I think, mm, ah, man, I I'm really excited to watch Jake Neighbors just because I think, of course, of course, uh, he's a lot he's a lot more pro ready than I think a lot of people realize, especially in terms like we talked about every time I bring up this kid's name, but like in terms of like the system that the Blues run and all of that stuff, um, but maybe not as much of a prospect as Scott Prunovich, but I think it's gonna be interesting too to watch. Uh, the strides that Jordan Cairo has taken in the Absolutely. off season, just because and, he's going to be such a vital piece of this team this year. Yep. Yep. A, a friend of the pod, of course, yep. both friends of the pod, as you mentioned. Um, and as an extension, obviously Robert Thomas and all the young guys right. and hopefully Vince Dunn, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. Right, I feel yeah. like that's a matter of when instead of will, especially yeah. now that they actually have a set date for when the season starts right. and hopefully they figure right. out the finances and everything, but that's right. my dude. Love that guy. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right. I think that's all we got time for 
I'm gonna go hope see and check if my water works. I would really, really need that happening. But I'm gonna turn that, my books in. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues. If you want to see the whole scope of the NHL, go check out the Locked On NHL podcast. I get a great show over there. They're gonna be covering all of the return to play news. So definitely check them out because I know we didn't talk about it as much as we. Check wanted. out Locked On uh, Bruins too because Ian McLaren actually knows what he's talking about he's a brilliant very dude. true very true very great true. guy thanks so much for listening check us out on instagram and twitter follow me on twitter at josh i nhl follow tommy at t welsh 15 thanks so much for listening and as always let's go blues